On April 6th, 2006, I joined LinkedIn. I couldn't tell you why at the time, but I had heard that it was one of those business networking social media sites, so I signed up like I was signing up for everything at that time. Hey, it's Tim Patterson. This is Trade Show Guy, Monday morning coffee for October 26th, 2020. You can find me at tradeshowguy.net, which is kind of a jumping off point for Trade Show Guy exhibits and the Trade Show Guy blog, a couple of trade show marketing books I've written, a few freebies, a few other websites like the webinar site, archived like that. So you can look at all the stuff we've done there for Trade Show Guy exhibits. It's all at tradeshowguy.net. And uh, let's see, LinkedIn is a site that I really, really, really want to like. I really do. I think the concept is good. Worldwide resource for career and business professionals to network and find resources and build relationships with potential customers and so on and so forth. So does it work for that? I think in a large sense, yes. I think LinkedIn accomplishes a lot of what it intends to. But frankly, after 14 and a half years, I think I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do with it to my advantage. And maybe you are the same way. I mean, it could be that either I don't know exactly how to use it or my reasons for using it have changed over the years or my understanding of how it works changes over the years. Or I've seen it abused by others who are doing things like trying to pitch me on stuff without ever really understanding what I do, which I don't want to be guilty of, or I'm connecting with people I shouldn't be, and so on and so forth. There's a lot of reasons that I look at LinkedIn and go, ah, ah, man, well, let me let me see what I can do with it today. Uh, admittedly, I've come and gone from LinkedIn on my usage a number of times. Uh, sometimes I've been a very heavy user. Other times I go a long time without ever going back there. Uh, nowadays, I'm, I'm pretty consistently a light to moderate user. I check in at least a few times a week and post a few things or share a few things. So I think one of the questions is, what do you want out of LinkedIn? Uh, and there are a number of things you could use LinkedIn for. You could be looking for a job. You were looking to find and enhance business relationships. You're trying to generate leads. You want to do networking uh, for both uh, B2C and B2B. And LinkedIn groups is one of those things, which when I first got into it, they were very popular. I, I, I spent a lot of time there. And I realized here a few years ago that where are the groups? How come I don't see the groups anymore? Um, <laughs> and I used to spend a lot of time on a number of groups. I'd post stuff and 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 I get a couple responses and that sort of thing. Uh, but but nowadays I, I hardly ever go to groups. I had to look around to find them. There's a little networking tab at the top and the, or your network tab, and I go, oh, there's the groups. And I'm in 52 of them, and and a, a, some of them are active. I'd spent some time before I as I was writing this and, and making my notes on this, that, uh, yeah, there's some that are pretty active, but a lot of them are just dead. The last, uh, on one of them, the last posting was 2016. No, you know, so probably just should probably disconnect with, with that particular group. But I, I realized that groups, I think, could be one of those things which could be better utilized. And I know I'm not, but maybe it's part of the way the system is set up. Maybe groups aren't that advantageous to people anymore. I, I really don't know. But when I've been a heavy user of LinkedIn. Uh, at a times, uh, I'll talk about this in a little bit, uh, but at times I was a, a premium member for I think a year, maybe two. It's been probably four or five years since I uh, just went back to the, the free, uh, you know, regular account, not the premium. But there are times when I'm, you know, doing prospecting and I want to find a specific person inside a company uh, or at least find out about a company to see if that person is even available to find out who that person is. And, and you can learn a lot from that. I understand you can learn a, a lot. Let's say there's a company that I, uh, that I uh, meet at a trade show. 
and I get a business card. So that helps. But if I run across a company that I know is at the show that I didn't get a chance to meet anybody and I don't know who to contact there, I go online and look. LinkedIn is one of the places I look. You can find the company. And if you look through there, you can see a number of things. You can see how many people are generally uh, employed at the company. And, and you know certainly not everyone that's employed at the company is listed on LinkedIn. But if you can go there and say there's there's five people at the company, you know that's a pretty small company. That's good to know. Or if there's 5,000, you can say that's a much bigger company. And there are some companies you look at, you go, okay, they've got 13 locations in the States. They've got 10 locations internationally. And, and there's 100,000 employees. I'll never find anybody here. That way you can go, yeah, time out. I don't really want to try and find this. It's not a fit for what I do. But if it's a company that's got 5 to 10 to 20 to a couple of hundred employees, maybe that's a better fit. So there is some useful information that comes from that Uh and that just depends on what I'm trying to do at a particular moment in time. And, and yes, I have found names. And yes, I have made contacts with people through that. So that's 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 worked fairly well. Uh, you know, I talked about premium. Uh, in-mail is a premium feature. And I don't know what else premium that I remember from the time I was a premium account holder that was really that useful to me. Uh, and frankly, in-mail was never useful to me because my experience, I don't know that anyone ever responded to an in-mail. They all like to tout in-mail as being one of those cool things that you get as a premium account holder. But I tried it. I, you know, you have a certain limit that you can send email or in-mail to. No one ever responded. And and I wasn't pitching them on anything. I was just trying to make a connection. Maybe I'd ask a question, find out, learn about more about what they do. Uh, I just get a feeling, and I'm the same way with uh, mail or messaging on LinkedIn, is that you don't respond to a lot of that stuff because you don't know who they are. So just because you're connected and you have uh, a premium account doesn't mean that the in-mail feature is going to work. Maybe you have a different experience. That's the way it was with me. Messaging. I get a lot of, I guess you could call it spam. People are pitching something and a lot of it's just automated. I know that that's the case. It's kind of gone down in the last uh, year or two, but there was a time there where there was a lot of it. So maybe they're policing it better. Uh, and I would get uh, pitches in like, I'm going to say 2014 to 2016 or 17 to buy a software, buy a service. They would teach you how to prospect automatically on LinkedIn. And I just thought, oh my God, okay, they're teaching you how to spam people by the tens of thousands. And they said, yeah, we're really successful at doing all this. And I, I, I remember taking a look at a couple of them, just like, how does this work? What does this do? They wanted, you know, a few hundred dollars or maybe a few thousand to join this thing and they would get you all these leads. And I thought, a lead that you've gotten because someone spammed them for you uh, using an automated system is not really a lead. And so uh, that just doesn't work for me. And I, I, I resist that stuff from using it and I resist it when it comes into the inbox and I just go, yeah, so, so that's a, kind of a, one of my major complaints about LinkedIn. So what else on LinkedIn? Well, uh, news feed and the ability to post, I think that's pretty good. Uh, I post articles and videos, uh, links, etc., to articles I've read, sometimes posts and photos. It's always good to put a photo in any sort of uh, post that you do. And, you know, some of that can be very engaging. I, I think there was a few that I've gotten a, quite a bit of engagement on, but generally speaking, a couple of people that I know will click on it and like it and make, make a comment. And that's that. So again, not a great feature, but it's okay. And then of course you have the profile, make sure it's filled out and easily understandable after 14 years. You know, I hope to heck my uh, profile is fleshed out enough. I think it is. Oh, obviously you can do a lot with the profile. So what's the problem? So how do you, how should you use LinkedIn? I, and I've heard two kind of opposing 
theories on this and everything else kind of falls in between uh, from that extreme spectrum to the other extreme spectrum. And number one is uh, connect with as many people as you can, either in and out of your industry, just do it. Just connect with 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, as many people as you can. I met with someone years ago who did this. And he told me how he kept trying to add people to his network. And when he would try to add a whole bunch at once, you know, LinkedIn would slap his hand and say, you know, say he had to back off because they'd shut him down for a minute. But, uh, he, you know, an acquaintance of his had done this and said it got me a lot of business. And so he did it. And, he, and eventually he said, I got, you know, over 10,000 uh, connections. And that's now people are contacting me because I've got so many connections. I haven't reached that point. I'm in the... I think 1,000 to 3,000 range. And so that's one way of, of approaching it is, is doing as many as you possibly can. The other extreme, I think, is connecting only with the people you know personally, that you've met personally, that you know of. You've met them at a show, for instance, with me, or you, you've worked with them and you know them or you've you know, met their client, that sort of thing. And I think if you only limit to those people, it does a couple of things. It uh, certainly allows you to know exactly who those people are that you are connected to. And it allows you to recommend any of them. If someone in your network says, hey, do you know Joe over there? And you go, yeah, I used to work with a guy. I can recommend him to you or, or make a connection to you. That doesn't work if you're connected with 1,000 or 5,000 or 25,000 people that you don't know. Someone can say, yeah, I see that you're a connection with uh, Susie over at this company. Can you recommend me or can you make an introduction? No, because I don't really know them. So again, which approach is it? I don't know which is better than the other. Like I say, I'm somewhere in between. Uh, and I mentioned uh, the spam part of LinkedIn. I get a lot of these uh, where they do this kind of pitch and then they say, can I get some time on your calendar? That that really annoys me. <laughs> and And what happens is when people ask to connect, I go, okay, they're in the industry. Oh, maybe they're not. I connect with them. And then I, I think, well, should I or shouldn't I? And then I get one of those emails. I go, oh, okay, that's why they wanted to connect. They just want to send me something so they, they can get some time on my calendar so they can talk to me and try and pitch me something. Yeah, so no thanks. Uh, that's all too common. It's just a bad sales approach. And with thousands of thousands of people trying to make connections and prospect on LinkedIn, that gets a little overwhelming and very spammy. So those are kind of my minor complaints about LinkedIn, how it works or doesn't work. I think probably part of it's me. I'm not using it properly or what I'm hoping to get out of it. I don't get out of it. But yeah, I think part of it is is on LinkedIn and, and they're probably trying all sorts of things to make it better. So what would make it better? Uh, well, in my view, again, I'm not an expert, uh, but a couple of things kind of come to mind. Going live with video, that's kind of cool. I've actually stopped to watch people that are going live because it, you know it's going live. You see that on other uh, platforms, Facebook and uh, Twitter and Instagram. And I've seen it on LinkedIn, but I don't know how to do it. Either I'm not at the level that you can do it, or it's not reached me, or maybe I need to be a premium member. I don't know. So some people can do it. Some people can't. Why can't everybody? That's, I'm not sure. I've tried it on my phone app. No, I can't do it on there. Desktop app. No, I can't do it on there. How about this? Uh, finding out someone's ideal client or their first level reason, their main reason for being on LinkedIn, such as, you know, it's an ideal job I'm looking for, an ideal client, if they're a salesperson, the type of connection they'd like to make if they're looking to grow their network. So you go to someone's profile and that would be the first thing you see. I think that would be kind of cool. Why are they there? 
Also, easily finding someone's news feed. It took me a while to figure this out, but yes, it's actually pretty easy to find. If you go to a person's profile, about halfway down the page, you see a box that says activity box, uh, which is kind of the same thing. And you click on it, you get you get their feed. Uh, but perhaps that's just me. My perception is that activity is not really the same as the news feed, but that's really kind of what they're calling it. Uh, not like what you get when you go to someone's page on Facebook or Instagram. You're seeing the first thing you see all that they do. Again, a, a minor complaint here. Is there a way to keep religion and politics out of the LinkedIn feed? Probably not, but that's not really the reason I'm there. Uh, I see way too much of that sort of stuff on Facebook, and that gives me a good reason to avoid Facebook, although I don't completely avoid Facebook. But I don't want to see that on a business uh, website, a uh, business uh, social media site. Is there a way to tag those types of posts so that you can proactively say, I don't want to see anything that someone's tagged as religious or political? I don't know. That's a possibility. How about this? Uh, learning. Uh, yes, I know that you can find a lot of classes and other types of learning resources. I've just kind of stumbled on those, and there's a lot there. Some of them, you know, you pay to to join a class or get some web stuff, uh, some videos to, to learn something. But what if there was a way for everyone to put up a quick class on their page, uh, on their profile, or how-to with some videos to show off their expertise in an active way? I suppose you could do that because you can post videos on that, but could you make it easier to find? Could you encourage people to do that. And uh, finally, and I'm sure I'll think of more of this when I'm out, you know, riding my bike or something like that, walking the dog, doing something totally unrelated. What about being able to put a button or graphic right at the top, right next to your photo or avatar on your profile that tells visitors why you're on LinkedIn? Kind of going back to one of my earlier comments. Is, are you there to find business? Are you there to find a job? Are you there to, to reach clients that are looking for this? Back to your ideal client. Are you looking to hire someone? And those things will change as your career changes and you go from one thing to the other. Overall, LinkedIn isn't a bad place as long as you can kind of overlook the tone-deaf pitches and spam. And I think they've kind of knocked that down, although it is definitely still there. And the somewhat kind of arcane uh, navigation challenges. But I think overall, it could be better. What do you think? Uh, let's finish this episode of the Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee with uh, this week's one good thing. Uh, I'm just going to say it. We're only a week or so out from the election. I'll be really glad when it's over. And that's one good thing. It'll be even a better thing a week from today. Have yourself a great week. This is uh, Tim Patterson, Trade Show Guy, Monday Morning Coffee. <laughs>